Estás escuchando el podcast con más huevos, más huevos que los demás. Let us know when you ready, Rob. We rolling? I'm ready. We rolling. We, we, Marisol, you ready? I'm ready. Because it looks like you're over there, uh, you know, gossiping. <laughs> Quit dipping and dapping if you don't know what's happening. Ooh, tour like dates. That. Tour dates. Tour dates. Tour dates. Latino is fuck. Latino is fuck. Latino is fuck tour. Man, Salt Lake City about to sell out. I'll see you out there January 24th. West Palm Beach, January 31st. You know what I'm saying? Bring your surfboard. Miami Improv, you know what I'm saying? Bring your cocaine. February oh 1st God. through the 2nd. I don't do the cocaine, but I know y'all y'all known for that shit. The 305. Okay, Midland. Y'all know what's up, Odessa Midland. I want y'all to have a battle of the bands. I want y'all to uh, uh, cuss each other out and have a little rivalry. That is in Midland, Texans. Texas, March, January, March 2nd. Waco, Texas. Should we do it again? Am I tripping? No, no. Did you just totally (laughs) talk to yourself? January, very much. Because it's numbers. Hey, hey, you're like. It's numbers instead of the month. Hey, listen. He's like, you know, January, February, how how you know what says 30. People are going to appreciate the authenticity here. Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. Let's start over. Okay. Uh, Where was I? Waco, Texas at the Hippodrome. Uh, This is March. Again, let me January, March. March 15th. We got a whole bunch of cities, man. Just go to chingobling.com. Y ahí cliquele donde dice tour. Y va a salir, güey, el sea. 2019, güey. No, hombre, güey, latino es fuck, güey. No, hombre, se puso con ganas, güey. Or you can go to whatdidhesaid.com. These are newly revamped websites, man. Come check us out. We're we going to have merchandise, and uh, we're going to hook you up. It's going to be promo codes and links to our advertisers and sponsors. But we still independent, though, so really, we don't rely on all that because we keep it 100. All right. Got that out the way. If you need me to redo that shit, that's I, like a, I'll redo no, it. that's a real professional right there. But there's so many cities, man. I wish I just don't want to bore y'all with all these cities. But you know, we appreciate the love every single year. We just trying to give you know, what I'm saying, give y'all better product every year. And I, you know, all the branding is coming along. We did a crazy photo shoot. You know, what I'm saying, I put the photo on photo shoot was so dope. Was it not? I mean, it was difficult. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've left a little upset. I'm a boss hog outlaw, so I'm very controlling. So no. in a good way, in a no. good way. <laughs> so not, not like too much in like a dominatrix. No, not like that. More like I'm um, kind of like I know how I want things done. Not and like I'm, whips and chains, bossy. <laughs> Let's get into that kind of thing. But you not know, like safe word, bossy. Safe pineapples. pineapples, pineapples. Um, I just like I'm just very like a perfectionist, and so I have the vision, and and especially because the um the designer that we're, we've worked with, I kind of like know the vision uh, he he kind of tells you what to do creative director Cre- yeah the creative director and so then uh, it's my job to actually make it look like what he envisioned you know who picked out what y'all were wearing okay so shout out to david melgar super creative dude it's an honor super. it's an honor to be working with this cat man real talk and uh it gives me peace of mind because you can't be good at everything i can't be good at chokes and jokes and be a stylist and have all the vision. You know, this is a team effort. I can't have all the vision. So shout out to him because it gives us peace of mind. That's like hard work to be like, look, man, this 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 the drip right now. You got to, you know, put this on with this and you got to do it over here. Yeah, because it's the like jacket, art. we had already ordered it, right? That was a dope jacket. So that jacket. Man, the comments, man. How do you pronounce it? Shout out to Equiwa. Equiwa. Equiwa or something like yeah. that. We had already had that. We bought the jacket, right? And we didn't know what to kind of... There's so much happening. You can't really rock too much with it. I feel like I was looking at Conor McGregor and then I realized it was you. You know what I'm saying? Come on, somebody. (laughs) You you didn't know it was... I thought that right hand was going to come out. Come on now. You did not need to... 
you, you know, stroked his ego so hard right now, bro. Look, man, I can't help it that I could kind of fight now. I was like, when did Connor go to the Michoacana? Like, what is <laughs> up with this? <laughs> when did Connor go to Michoacana, right? Let me not cash a check. My What is it? Don't write a check. Yeah, can't cash. So, yeah, I so, haven't been to jiu-jitsu for months. So, yeah. So, it was a day of going to the mall, finding these things. He had the vision. So, it was funny, though, because um, I had bought another outfit, right? Because what he had told me. And before, when I bought it and I left, we, he was like, okay, we're ready to go. Because he has he has no patience. So, but, but I know that that's not really what, what it was. So, it was like, I really... He said yes to this outfit, but I feel in my heart it's not the outfit. And sure enough, when we're coming out of Forever 21, right in front of Zara's is the outfit that I know would have been the outfit. So then I'm like waiting for him to respond to me. Remember the, the Oh, stuff. for the stuff for you to yeah, wear. Yeah, for the stuff okay. for me to wear. And it was this dress, right? Because yeah, I had on the Balenciaga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, so it was like I knew and it was funny because... When he finally responded, I sent him the picture of the dress. He goes, that's it. And it was like, I knew, like I knew. And that's how my brain is wired. And that's what I, and it's just like, I know the vision. So I need it to be that way. But anyway, the problem is, is that we don't ever have enough assistance. Like my sister, shout out to my sister. And I know we shout her out a lot, but she, you know, she lives nearby. She's going to get a boyfriend from this podcast. Hey, well, ah, she's going to get a man. Hold on, here's her commercial. <laughs> Rob, you might want to even put some music up under this part. Uh, I don't have it hooked Check up. Check this out. My sister-in-law, man. You know, right now, what is she doing, bro? She inside cooking tortillas by hand, bro. She got a pot of pozole on the, on the motherfucking back, bro. The comal. <laughs> like, the house just smells like, like love. And she watching my daughter, bro. That's trust. You know, that's family. So if you're trying to be a part of the family... Please hit up Cynthia, man. She's single. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I know when she's not single anymore, we ain't going to have no babysitters and we're screwed. Yeah. No, but his sister's always down to babysit. She, they just live in Pearland. So mm. oh. driving all the way mission. over there, you know, well, it's a right, mission. Well, right so. now we were having an interesting day. It's, it got a little overwhelming. Yeah. So Cynthia, you know what I'm saying? Like I was saying, Cynthia, she down for the cause and she, she stays nearby. Yeah, so she, she lives nearby. Through, so, yeah. you know, so, you know, she's single, uh, fellas, uh, at Hazel underscore Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in and turn it on the video at Hazel Artemis. <laughs> and in the show notes. If you hey, first of all, her name is Cynthia. We don't know where the fuck Hazel Artemis. <laughs> hey, all of a sudden she's going to be like, where the fuck are all these, are all these weird followers? She's going to be lit. <laughs> bling, bling, bling. Can start getting uh, dick pics in the DMs. We, yeah. I don't want me, you know. She's gonna I'm be just so I'm mad. Cynthia, oh I'm my like, god! She's, she's like, is so that motherfucker trying to say I'm desperate? Why is he <laughs> yeah. giving me a commercial? Yeah, Look, so I'm, my job is to talk shit and keep you on y'all's toes. <laughs> so we were having a bad day, man. And uh, Cynthia came through. She's with the baby right now. And I just want to thank all the listeners, man, because I'm having a good day now because we get to talk to y'all and, and broadcast. And y- you know, we bipolar, <laughs> bipolar. <laughs> the, no, uh... I just want to say, you know, thanks to everybody listening because this is actually fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I just this is really super fun, and I hate dealing with. We had to go pick up passports. My girl hopped out. She's like, babe, I'll be right back." Boom, hopped out like a soldier, like she was gonna ride on them fools. What's up? I thought where you from, man. Da, 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 spring branch homie. that was the point that was the purpose but well she left her phone behind because i just thought it was an in and out thing nah. like here's my fucking receipt ladies keep your phone on you so this is a government building you got to go through metal detectors to get to go up the irs is in the same building and it's parking's a bitch <laughs> parking's a bitch because it's downtown so i'm riding around with an infant in the car seat behind me and i'm like just circling the block and i'm like i know they just watching me <laughs> like this is way too suspicious. 
the cameras on the outside. Like, like this dude's gone around 155 times. Well, I come downstairs. I like go and I tell the lady, like, I left my phone in the car because I thought this was an in and out thing. I said, I need to let my husband know that I'm still stuck up here. Do you have a public phone I can use? They're like, no, we don't have public phones. You have to ask somebody to let you borrow their cell phone. I said, you don't have a phone, like an office, office phone I can pick up? Yeah, no, those are kind of in the back. We only use those for like Facts. incoming call. I was just like, Facts. oh my God. So then they let me go downstairs so that I could tell them I can't find them. I'm going in circles, walking, right? trying to That must have been the one time that I'm like, okay, I need to change the scenery and like go down three blocks and then come back. <laughs> like mix it up. I even yeah. like went across the street of the parking spot i thought maybe he'd be there there's another parking spot in the back like another wow. parking garage so i like went and i just finally told the guys at the at, at, i even asked the, the freaking security guards i'm like can i use y'all's phones real quick i said i just need to call that, my husband to let must, him know that must have been when i was parking with the baby it probably was uh getting her out the, getting the little car seat out going to pay at the little kiosk it had to have been because as soon as i saw you when i looked back i thought to myself I know he's going to get annoyed and he's going to end up coming up here. And that's what I did and after then, hour. And, and no, and then I thought, no, they probably aren't going to let him come because they're going to close this building soon. So they're going to be dicks and be like, sorry, sir, you can't come up because that's how they, they were they being. They are dicks. Like at the yeah. fucking passport place? Oh my God, they're dicks have you, galore. Have you been to this? No, I don't okay. have, I need to get my... You only have to go to that location if you need a, a passport ASAP. Uh, Otherwise, you can go to the post office and get it, but... Because I needed pennies because we're leaving out of town. Right. I Oh, and then I needed it. I'll tell you that story later. First of all, fuck the DMV. Ugh. Fuck the birth, the, what is it, birth certificate place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Fuck all y'all. Uh, fuck TSA as a record label, crew, a staff, <laughs> um, a clique. Fuck uh, the motherfucking passport office. Because as soon as you go in, they, these dudes think they, I guess because it's kind of government building. Of course. But they're jerks, man. They're like, yeah. They don't there was away. only one guy shout out to the one nice guy who who i told him i said i just need to really go tell my husband i said that i'm still stuck up here and that the the other old little grumpy little man he was like well there's nothing you can do you better yeah. just sit there or you're gonna lose your turn they're grumpy as fuck bro and i was like and that guy's like you just need to tell him that real quick i said that's all i need to tell him i said just need to let him know i'm still stuck up here he's like okay so i'll make it upstairs i'm like there you are it was like this beautiful reunion it was like slow slow motion Viejo, I miss you. I was like, quítate, hombre. Que chingado. Me tienes aquí. Alterado. <laughs> overwhelmed and shit. So, uh, so I was, she's like, oh my God, I left my phone. I'm like, yeah. I walk, I walk in like fucking Bu- Al Bundy with a fucking baby on my hip. And shit. I was like surprised. With the face pre- of defeat. Yeah, I was um, surprised he didn't have the diaper bag on him. If dude, you would have had the diaper bag, I would have had to have taken a picture. So. So she's still not done. She's like, I'm just going to have to Uber home. I'm like, fuck it, because Rob's waiting. We got a podcast. I'm already, like, super annoyed. Just get the baby back down. I get home. The worst diaper in the history of diapers. I had to kind of fix that that situation. So if anything, we should probably text Cynthia and be like, you know what? Go ahead and give her a bath now. (laughs) Get it out of the way. Again, fellas, at Hazel underscore Artemis. We need to get Ed O'Neill on the podcast in the future. Get oh, Al yeah. Bundy in here for we real. Already, we already had, um, this probably hasn't aired yet. I want to drop this tomorrow. Okay, perfect. Oh, okay. So we what we have coming up next, man, Mo Armour. Um, that one already dropped. That one already dropped. Oh, that one's out. Okay, Chris DiStefano. That's how much we've been podcasting. I know. Um, and one of my motherfucking heroes from childhood, El Pinche Tururu. Dude. El Piruration. 
That motherfucker. Yeah, that was so dope. Fucking Luis Alva. And, and we that, got to see his show, man. Oh, how was that? That was cool. It was a variety yeah. show. He still got it. He's, he's what, 65, but he still got it. it it's not your traditional stand-up. Richard Villa did traditional stand-up in Spanish, but but he added to the variety. Uh, the lady sang amazing. She sings amazing. And they're, uh, they're Fabiola. In, and and uh, they improv so well together. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did they're such a good job of going back and forth. Yeah. They have a skit, but it, he went off, mm-hmm. and she was trying so hard not, or unless it was part of it. I don't know. For all we know, it might well, have been she, part of it. She She's really good as well, and she kept up. You yeah. Know? She yeah, was so, witty on her feet. So, so yeah, it, it was fresh. The performance was fresh. He he did his outfit changes and uh, nice. Yeah, he commits to the character just like he said. But <clears throat> an honor, man. And uh, we're on a roll. So and we have a dedicated fan question episode, which is probably going to be maybe a regular thing in the oh, new that's year. That's dope. That's cool. Remember? So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. tell me this, because I you told me who he was coming in like last minute because we were recording Chris and then you're like, oh, by the way. Luis Alba's. Do you know who like, Luis Alba is? Yeah, I was like, yeah, of course. Like most, I spent most of my childhood in Mexico. I remember my Belito like wa- like watching him mm-hmm. and a lot of the people in that era yeah. on TV. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. And Richard didn't know that I knew Spanish, so at the end of it, he was all like, hey, I don't know if you understood a lot of what we were, what we were like, saying. I was like, puto. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> He's like, oh, nombre, wait. So we started talking while y'all were talking by the door. But I'm sitting here and I'm. Worlds were colliding, listeners. So you know, like as like the podcast producer, and I get to be on the sidelines of a lot of these things. You, the new gen of like what I've consumed in my youth, mm-hmm. on one side, and Luis Alba to the other side. Yeah, weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And you know what? That's that's cool because I'm I'm very uh, inspired by, like I said, people like him, India Maria, um, all the old school Chespirito, all those guys. That's a big influence. And to just meet him, shake his hand, and just you know. Rap with him for an hour. Yeah. At the yeah. house. At like, the house. My mom was like, so you took a picture with him? I was like, man, we kicked it. Yeah. Like, you know. It was so cool. And we hit the Galleria, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, what size shoes you wear, man? You got them J's? Man, put your money away, Luis. You know. <laughs> you we got was, we were hooping. Balenciaga Aldo's. Balenciaga Aldo's, you know what I'm saying? They were keeping your, your shoes. shoes. Yeah. Big time. You know what I'm saying? I got I got the play the play version too. You know, those are my everyday and then I keep the other ones in the box. You know, those are like he was so my mad. grown up Jays. So know? he wore his Balenciagos to the photo shoot, right? <laughs> oh yeah. And first shot. And we, it was shit. in it was in the field, you know, oh, the first so he's like Fuck, I should have worn the fake ones. He's like, <laughs> the I didn't even, I said, yeah, but the, in the picture, you would have been able to tell that <laughs> they were there. on yeah, your motherfucking ass. To see if you were wearing real or fake, you and, know. And like we, like we said on the last episode, like, I'm not materialistic. Like, I have to, I have to, like, motherfuckers got to break it down to me. Like, look, man, this is the style. This is what we need for the photo. All right, business expense, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just don't like flexing on motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we talked about that in the past. Yeah. Like, you don't want to. You know, because you don't want to be influencing, like, eighth grade kids to be crying, insecure to their mom. Like, mis tenis no me gustan, mamá. Pues, ¿qué tienen? Es que no son balenciados, como chingo blim. Do you remember back in the day when Fila's and Champion were all, you know, the the kind of run-of-the-mill, bottom-of-the-barrel shoes? Really? Because I have the hell out of Fila's. Well, of course. At, at one point. At one point. In, in the past. And now, like... You buy a champion hoodie, it's a hundred dollars. Oh, one what? time I had found before they came back. Thank you very much. There's actually a video video on YouTube of me lifting weights wearing old school 
Feelers, right? Nice. Oh, and they tried to clown and you. And they clowned me. That's what I'm saying. But they weren't in just yet. But I was bringing them in already because I've, I've I've just loved to shoot. I'm old. Sc- I love old school stuff. So anything. So so what you're trying to say is you be setting trends? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. But <laughs> anyway, people were clowning those shoes, and they're back. It was like, oh, now everyone's wearing them, but they weren't cool because they weren't. You Crazy. know, a couple of years ago, I was I had I I saw them, and there was the high top ones, and I was like. Oh my God, I have to buy them. And I got them. And then it was like, they were just trying to bring them out again. I don't think nobody was catching on until here recently. Celebrity must have worn them. Somebody, somebody big must well, have worn them. Uh, we for should them have, to- we should have, speaking of David, we should have him on the podcast. Yeah. And he could probably break down how trends, like, how, do you, how that, do you spot yeah. a trend? That's totally and, true. And stuff like that. Cause that he's boy's always, ahead of it, man. Yeah, he's always ahead. Like he's he sees always them. A- that's one of his skills that he sees the fucking trend coming from a mile away. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, you know, don't he, you have to be on one side of the of the country that's kind of setting those trends, like East Coast, West Coast? Like I don't know. Now, how he no, does the because he lives in he lives in San Antonio well, now right now. In San Antonio, but mm-hmm. not only does he have like the innate talent for that, you know, studies it, works on it, mm-hmm. on that muscle. You know what I mean? And um, so now he now he has it, so he could literally all he needs is probably just internet connection, and you could know. So so for instance, Jeremy Scott is from like middle of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kansas or mm-hmm. something in a, in a documentary. I thought it was like. I thought it was like Wyoming, like some, something crazy, something crazy, like Idaho. Or something. I, yeah, yeah. But uh, which we do want to go back to Boise. Shout out to Boise. Um, but obviously he moved to LA at some point. But I feel like, man, when you're an artist, you're an artist. You know, like Jackson Pollock and all these dudes. I don't think they necessarily like started in New York. Mm-hmm. Just like stand up. So, uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle's from DC. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mo Amers from Houston. They're, so it's like you don't have to be from New York or LA. Kevin yeah. Hart's from Philly. You know, futures from Atlanta. Okay, that was so random. <laughs> yeah, just a weird flex, but okay. You know, Hakeem Lajuan, he's from Nigeria. Y'all weren't looking, you know, y'all weren't expecting that, but he came and then, you know, he um, saw, he conquered, you know. But yeah, so the photo shoot went great. Asking about who who chose the oh, clothes, yeah, yeah. that was Way him. Way to bring it around, Soul. Yeah. I'm kind of going. While she was She's multi- been in the business. While she was uh, texting at and putting Hazel her, underscore. Yeah. <laughs> putting exactly. her new shades on. And putting my shades on. So we're all kind of sleep de- sleep deprived. And, yeah. um, you know, us, cause mainly because babies. And Rob, mainly because Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to lie. So uh, Chingo and I have been kind of ping-ponging the idea or the, the whole conversation of Twitch. And that's something that we're going to also do in the new year is getting the podcast streamed It's not like some nerd shit, bro. It is some to the... Max nerd shit. Like the dude academics, I think he'd be on yeah, Twitch. Hundred percent. Everyone's on Twitch, man. Jamie, producer Jamie, He's young Jamie. Twitch. It's the so this is like y'all's this is like y'all's Facebook. Yeah. Like tech producer dudes. Really? Yeah. Dudes that know what to do with all the wires and then oh you need an adapter for that. It's not gonna work directly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after when you're done, you think you can look at our printer. <laughs> oh I, all right. Real talk. I wanna pick your brain about, you know, your patience level and do you read manuals and shit because the fucking printer, man, has been acting the fuck up like uh, bad. It's it's a it's a bad child. I just want to time out, motherfucker. And we're always like, we got to call Rob. He's the printer whisperer. <laughs> I can already tell well, you what it tech is. Tech whisperer. I what bet you it? when we brought it in here into the studio, different Wi-Fi, different Wi-Fi. It's on a different uh, network. Got it. But, well, I, but it worked I for me yesterday. It. I was able to print this. Uh, the new that might be a big part here. of the problem. And then um, we connected it via uh, what is that USB? Yeah, A to B. So it doesn't talk. They mm-hmm. don't communicate like that. Yeah, they they talk. No, to it each does. Other. Yeah. yeah. Well, it tr- I don't know how to fuck with the settings, but yeah, there. He it, just it, that didn't, didn't solve do the problem. Right. But I I got it to work yesterday. Oh, but okay. I don't know I don't know what happened that day, but um, the printer saga has been going on for a while. Because when I first moved in here, Chingo was trying to print something. I thought yeah. he was gonna lose his mind. 
Um, but going back to that Fortnite, the other the other day I was watching. I don't start my I start my morning with Good Morning America and uh, like a real adult, yeah, like a real red blooded American with a, a patriot, with coffee in my hand and and my a gun child. in the other, a well informed yeah. patriot. That's where I get my news. <laughs> so you could be like, what the hell? <laughs> White. <laughs> White. White wheat. <laughs> Before I say good morning, I have to make sure I check in with the cast of Good Morning America. So that's my news. And okay. they were talking about how a lot of the characters do these old school dances or these dances that are out and they're being sued. So the uh-huh. guy... So Carlton, mm-hmm. uh, what's his real name? Uh, Alonzo. 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 Yeah. He, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, or yeah it's with oh, a B. Alonso. It's like really yeah, spelled yeah, different. Yeah. Anyhow, he's suing that Fortnite. Fortnite. Epic, yeah. He's... Because uh, the guy does his dance identical. Mm-hmm. And so the guy from Scrubs also came out and said there's another character that does his like the running man with something else mixed in it. But I think he did it on an episode. He would do it on the episodes mm-hmm. of scrubs. So he kind of called them out at this like scrubs reunion, mm-hmm. like panel thing that they had. And so then that happened. And then what's the other boy that the backpack did the, kid, this, the backpack, okay, the floss dance. Okay. Yeah. That guy. So now he's want, trying to get, get dibs on some money too. But the Alfonso guy is really going into where he already made a case of it. They're going to court. It's it, he's getting some of that how do you bread. Feel, how do you feel about that, Rob? I feel like we live in a litigious society, and if you want to make an angle for something like that, the people that like, for instance, Fortnite, mm-hmm. they're probably gonna pay something now. They're gonna have to, but they're not getting rid of it. Like, I'm, they're just gonna like, here's your settlement. Shut up. Let's move on because they've got that much money. Oh, because yeah, they made one, not one million, one <clears throat> billion, just from 2017 till to. to all right, so to today, yeah. So basically, yeah, people are so happy, yeah. yeah. But how, however, however, I don't want to say, look, man, y'all stealing from black culture and black inventiveness. <laughs> I don't want to go to the other opposite route, but could you see it like uh, black boy JB from Memphis who came up with the little shoo, that little dance, yeah. you know, what I'm talking about this little, I, I'm too uncoordinated to do the shit, but, <laughs> but anyway. He invented it. It's almost like he coded it, treated it like software. His choreography is something that never existed. So my question, something we could research, is how like the, the government <clears throat> or like copyright law, mm-hmm. how do they, I want to ask my, like one of my lawyer friends, like um, what, what's the law? Because it's unprecedented. It, what I was telling Soil is like, it's a collision of this crazy tech world that we live in. Like, bro, these video games are like next fucking level. They're bigger than movies and everything else. And across with people like, like for instance, the moonwalk, it was already in the hood, but Michael Jackson put it out there. Right. I thought so, it was a dancer that was, so, so it was a guy, guy, it was yeah. a guy that was a break dancer, but J, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Jackson didn't invent it. Yeah, right? yeah, he didn't know. So he kind of became, he, he made himself, he, um, he put it out there into the world, mm-hmm. right? But there wasn't social media back then. Right. So now, you could see the paper trail of like, no, the shiggy dances that Kiki or whatever right, other right. little thing. Cause like Mickey always uh, does all the dances from Fortnite. Cause that's a big part of the game. I guess I've never played. Yeah, it. for sure. I've never played it yet. Um, so I she have zero desire to play any video games. Now I used, to, I was like, we I told you, I, I was a yeah. big gamer growing up. And then it was like, mm, Ever since they got two 3D for me, like <laughs> two three D, too realistic. Yeah, it was like whoa. Hold on, what's this? A movie trailer? Yeah, like, and then if I would get dizzy, like, because it was too like real. <laughs> I was like, whoa. there are side effects. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can't do this. It was like, 
I, I try to when play, you started um, collecting stamps and watching Good Morning America, yeah, and then had a pet rock too. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I was trying to play. I was uh, what was that? Call of Duty. Uh-huh. And it was just way too much. When when too the glunk, when the gun clock like blocks like the the the. The chamber, She's having like, a seizure right yeah. now. I was She's like, talking many, about it. it was too like many gap, way video too much. Game. It was like, okay, hold up here. Like, I just can't have. And then I like seriously wanted to turn because you know how like you turn with the stupid little. Hey, pero like I turn right. You know, but in my neck. It was just way. El vertebrae and the chingo. Well, imagine when the Oculus takes off and those games are like, you have the VR headset. Have you seen that? There's a treadmill that you walk on so that you're actually turning in the direction. Instead of going character. outside. Instead, yeah, that's a, that's one way people are looking at it. Or you're getting you'll take your Did I not just have this conversation with you, babe? Ready player one. Did, exactly. That is literally we, reality. I am one thing that I, I don't know how it's going to work in my favor. because That's why I never like to say never because you never know right right um but one thing i don't want my child is to be such a gadget like obsessed with gadgets and just so like as she watches youtube all day yeah (laughs) well she kind of she watches a music video you know what i'm saying it's not like she's sitting there playing a game or i love having this conversation so i'm glad you're bringing it up yeah it's kind of like i want her to be outside like the other day you know we got turf i had her outside and she was like you know what I'm saying oh, Astro wow. World Turf, <laughs> Astro Turf. <laughs> so she, you know, she was outside. Like, oh, this is really cool. Like, that's what I want. You know, I want her to be outside, riding her bike. Like, I don't want her to be on. I'm not saying it's not going to happen because obviously, how are you going to entertain a child when you're in the car? Right. Those nobbies. Get them a nobby. Nobby Juniors for kids. Yeah. It's a, it's a tablet that's like not an iPad. It's not an Amazon Fire, but it's like for toddlers. Like straight oh, games? Okay. It's straight educational games. What? And yeah, that's what I need for Oh, you're just doing buku math all day. Yeah. Dude, it's the best. Yeah, that's what I need for we her. We gave it to them when they turned three. Now they're four and they still use it, but they're kind of outgrowing it. But it's the best tablet oh, for a kid. Oh, man. What's it called? Hold on. Let me write this shit. Nobby Jr. N- N-O-B-I. Okay. Junior. There's a Nobby Jr. and then a Nobby. And before um. we move on from our debate, I think they should cut that check to all of them. The young choreographers that oh, yeah. coded the software of the well, drip. I was going to say, how do you feel about parallel thinking then? Because like, for instance, like jokes, like, oh, he's so-and-so might okay. have taken my idea. Maybe there was just parallel thinking about the subject, the topic, the moves. But come on. I'm just playing devil's advocate that, that obvious though? Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that they might have coincidentally, this is fun. He's like a lawyer, like coincidentally have kind of thought of the same dance well it's like uh we have a game called maddie's mix-up very similar to jenga but it's color-coded it has a dice is it the same game or is it a whole new game i feel like in that set in so that case remixed. if the rules Remix. if the rules are different so in, in the in the in the jenga whatever that i kind of see is like if the rules are different enough and you may be throwing a different like it's not just the dice in the wood like if there's something else you could kind of throw in there like, oh, mm. there's the scorecard sheet with the stars or whatever the system is, right? Yeah. It's points or some shit. Then, yeah, that kind of is a new thing. But there's no way in hell the, the fucking nerds at fucking Fortnite Epic came games. up with all the drip, <laughs> like all the dances. You wish you could have you, you wish you could have a machine that cranks out pop culture. You know what I'm saying? We do. Like, it's called the Internet. That the internet, yes, but it's not someone who, like, let's just say. So you're saying the computer. What I'm saying is Kanye. 
who's going to be on Rogan in the future. Oh, I can't wait for that. When is that? His, he hasn't said it yet, but they're they're talking already. What? Yeah. Well, I saw Rogan tweet at him, but I don't know. Did he reply? Yeah, they. So he mentioned it on one of the recent episodes that like they've opened the dialogue, but they haven't like set a date. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be well, great. yeah, because Rogan. He said like it's not an interview, man. Let's just come talk about mental health. Yeah, that's it. Keep it super simple. Talk yeah. for thirty minutes. Talk for three hours. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna be pretty. Speaking like, of Kanye, um, how about his sister-in-law? Speaking of Kanye, Kylie Jenner is <laughs> the richest Jenner person on the fucking planet. It's fucking tied. This bitch on is the Amazon. Top, on the top ten most rich people on the Forbes list, but she's tied with Jay Z, bro. All, all of makeup. All of her makeup. Can you believe mm. that? No. Wait, hey, man. And then the what is that Lucas Walker guy? The one that sold um. The Star Wars to Disney? George Lucas. She said Lucas Skywalker. I thought she was talking about Chuck Norris uh, or something. What's the guy's name? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> what's the name? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Brian. Why do you always make fun of the way I talk? <laughs> I mean, you sound like like the old lady on, well, come on, Cletus. Like on Nutty Professor. <laughs> 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 what the one they call Obi-Wan Kenobi? <laughs> the boy who sold uh, Star Wars to uh, Disney. What's name? Pixar? What's the name? Coco. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Anyway, he's he's the richest right now. He's number one, but it's because he sold it to Disney. Really? Right. Yes. So he's he made, still the richest? Yeah, yeah but because he, they said that's where he made a lot of his money this year was from him selling the Star Wars to Disney. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Star Wars fan? Wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what did I miss? Why I'm asking, are you a Star Wars fan? Why am I not a Star Wars I'm fan? I'm asking, are you a Star Wars fan? Let me, let no, me. He said, are y'all not? No, because yeah. I asked a question. He's like, damn, Chingo. Were you saying like Star Wars can't be number one? It's got to be. No, well, because no, I no. thought Jeff Bezos was number one. No. no. And that wasn't this year. That was last year. And then it's Steven Spielberg is actually number two. Well, hold on. Here's my question. This is the richest individual. Which, which going back to mm-hmm. Ready Player One was mm-hmm. the reason how he made most of his money this year. Because this is how I look at it. I didn't know that. George Lucas, you the man, but this is how I look at it. Who cuts your checks, George? Right. Disney. So that boy Walt, you know, Mickey, can't forget about Mickey. Now, but I mean, before it was LucasArts, you know, his his production company. Imagine that. You created something as big as LucasArts. Man, that's what we're trying to do, man. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Trying to be the, the Disney. This is kind of a startup because we're in a garage. 100%. Mark so, Maron started So George Lucas was 5.4 billion. Uh-huh. Okay. Steven Spielberg 3.7 billion. And then Kylie. Oprah 2.8 billion and she made most of hers off of Weight Watchers because she invested in Weight Watchers That's this for her year. Money, most so of her money a lot of it a lot that just increased her money. Wow. She already had a shitload of money, Smart. but that just put her at a billion now, like at 2.8 billion. She was probably at 2.2 and now she's at 2.8. And then it's El Chapo no, and then, then Kylie. And then it's Michael Jordan, <laughs> still, at 1.7. And then Kylie and Jay-Z at $900 million. They're tied. They still haven't hit the billion? Mm-mm. Um, I'm surprised Jay-Z ain't hit the billion. Her cosmetic brand made more than $630 million since it launched Two, two years, years ago. ago yeah that many people buy the makeup and the guy from good morning america when they were talking about this check this out he said that his daughters both his daughters got grounded because he has said they were not allowed to go and sit in line to get that new lipstick that she was launching or whatever this, this exclusive lipstick that she had and he's like no you're gonna wait until we can take you and they snuck out or some shit 
and they went and bought it. So they got grounded for I don't know how long all over a Kylie Jenner lipstick, bro. That's some real affinity well, there from the fans. Yeah, you know, Can you imagine having fans like that? That little girls, little teenage girls. You know what the mind fuck of it all is? So where do you go to see Kylie in action? Either reality TV, she'll Instagram. be in some episodes. Instagram and Snap. Or social media. Mm-hmm. Her social media is that big. Because out of all those people she named, Oprah, you know, Jay-Z, so on and so forth, uh, Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Think about what they had to do and what they had to make, what they had to create, what yeah. they had to sell to get on that list. So Homeboy had to make Jaws and shit. The other one had to make Star Wars. This bitch so lip chapsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z, you know, he pimped the pen. He wrote some fucking flyers hits, some mm-hmm. raps. And uh, that's how he got on the list. And he finessed it into other businesses, right? Yeah. Diddy's lipstick. Also, Diddy's also on this top 10. Shit, he done sold vodka, TV shows, records. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of clothing. alcohol, George Clooney. Did you hear about his deal last year where him and a good friend of his organically created a tequila company because they just didn't, fi- they just couldn't find a tequila on the shelf that they liked, right? They were just saying, so they're eh. chilling on an island, on, on, on some private island. They decide, let's just make a tequila. A year, less than a year later, it sells for a billion dollars. I forgot what it's called. Man, that's inside information at that point. <laughs> right? Hey, bro, look. Hey, George. Let me, like someone's agent, right? Pretend George's manager. Like, hey, man. You know, my partner over there at, uh, you know, Diageo. They distribute all the liquor brands. Oh, really? They, don't say. They say, this is the play, George. If you're down. I don't want to put more work on your plate. Mm. But my boy up there said, in that cat, there's a category wide open that they're willing to pretty much acquire if you can just kind of get it up off the ground hire a marketing team you know don't spend over a hundred how much did they give them a billion okay don't spend over 50 million on this bro just hire the staff that's plenty of money for advertising and promotions and you know doing events my partner said he gonna buy it off you for nine whatever a billion really that's a play they pulled a pl- that's a play dude it's crazy <laughs> so i'm at a i'm at a restaurant Jeez. here in town and that's your theory? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's not a bad theory. I mean, nah, I'm bullshit. Crazier things but, have happened. No, but 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 maybe someone in his staff said, "Look, you, like for instance, let's say you're part of George <laughs> Clooney Enterprises. Check it out, George. Are you trying to saturate the market and just uh, work yourself to death and do ten movies? Can the market even sustain ten George Clooney movies? No, you're not that hot anymore like that. So, how do we take some of your?" A social equity a little asset and your money and let's come up with another like when people diversify martha stewart don't just host tv shows she no. has a magazine the magnolia people uh mm-hmm. chip and joanne mm-hmm. they have a network now like basically it's kind of like um like uh um, who's a good example mark Wahlberg, the rock conor mcgregor mm-hmm. well mark Wahlberg because it's kind of like hey man you're in the movie game why don't you just start producing some of these? And Kevin Hart just got in that same lane. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, you're not just going to put me in your movie. Right. I'm going to kind of make a movie with you. You could distribute it. So that's kind of how I see the. Well, going back to the products, Conor McGregor is proper 12 whiskey. He's made more money. In the, it launched two months ago than he has doing anything else. And he made $100 million when he fought Mayweather. He's made more money just off the whiskey. I just saw uh, Ryan Reynolds. You know, he's, he's playing the voice of Pikachu in the new uh, Pokemon movie coming out. He's hawk. He has a bottle of rum at the Monday Night Football halftime show. They're talking to him about the movie. Meanwhile, he's holding this bottle of rum. And then at the end of it, he's like, oh, by the way, I got a, I got a booze company here. You know, go check it out. 
So those are all cool examples of like <clears throat> people like uh, you know who's good. That honest, what's her name? Uh, Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dude. yeah, oh, Jessica yeah. Alba, man, honest company. She is on it. She's probably made more off of that 100%. Than, than she has off her. Fucking she probably look at and she look that. at movie shit like peanuts. Like, mm-hmm. bro, that was my mixtape. Yeah. She's like, I got in the wrong business. She's like, I just needed y'all to just peep me out. You know what I'm saying? We need, I just had to be on the big screen. Y'all mm-hmm. kind of peep game, and then I'm gonna flip the script. So all these people are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Like they found that sweet spot between. Um, like their strengths, weaknesses, uh, opportunities, and threats. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, all right, one of my strengths. Like, you don't think Matthew McConaughey could slang cologne or some shit? You know, he something he Lincoln. does. Yeah, like yeah, the Matthew McConaughey kit. Man, what kind of navigator you and want? And then he man? used to do. The... Didn't he used to do uh, uh, Reliant Energy? Yeah, yeah he yeah, does yeah, the yeah. Voice, right? Or and something. I, that one, they probably just paid him. Like, here's the money. You don't. You're not gonna own a piece of Reliant. <laughs> you know, but. But you think he's gonna own a piece of Lincoln? No, not Lincoln, but maybe there's a McConaughey kit. <laughs> like, like Eddie Bauer? Like a trim. You're right. You're right. right. What beer number is that <laughs> one right now? Unfortunately, just one. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm bullshitting. Really... Here's the point I really want to make. Here's the point I really want to make. All those people are smart entrepreneurs because yeah. they uh, found the sweet spot yeah. between um, Conor McGregor. Yeah, I'm a fighter. Yes, I, I'm famous. And yes, I've made money. But if this pops off, I'm gonna make more off that than I ever did off of getting hit. And you don't have to get, exa- and then you don't have to fight anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That can't, that can't, that adrenaline can only only be fun for so long before you're like, you know, and, you and can't you be old hurt. and do it. You so know? going back to Fortnite, actually, funny enough. So one of the biggest gamers on that game, his name's Ninja. He goes by Ninja. Um, he was actually on late night with Jimmy Fallon the other day, and he was recently he they made a video because people were starting to unsubscribe from his channel because he's making so much money like this guy makes between i think 10 and 15 million dollars a month playing video games <laughs> and people were like fuck ninja he's got too much money and he he kind of made a video like guys like i'm creating content you like watching me it's fun i'm trying to set up my family my family's family my kids kids forever so help support, me out yeah hey. some more if you want and it's weird the way people think about that when you do hit your stride and you start going up and they're like, whoa, whoa, we wanted to support you on the way up there. Well, well, this, this is how I see that, man. It's like he might have got like overexposed. Like he probably did too many deals mm-hmm. to where he was too public and it makes him feel like a sellout. So maybe his fans are kind of hardcore and they're like, we liked him better when only we knew him. Yeah, for sure. And that's what happens. You probably know that. I'm yeah, sure people you start. That. Well, I, know, I don't think I ever got like oversaturated, but like. Like, for instance, like Lil John at one point, you know, he, I think he ran that risk, made his money, and then pivoted, and he's still in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for a while, it's like every beat, every commercial, every song, energy drink, every music video, every cameo, every show. Yeah. You know, when like all the award shows. Mm-hmm. So you just got to be careful. He even went to the Zumba Fitness. <laughs> well, shit, get your money. I'm not, I'm not mad He was that. there. Like, he performed at, your at the place? conference. Zumba Fitness. Oh, the conference. Yeah, the conference. One year when I went, he was there. I was like, little John and Zumba. Well, yeah. The dope thing about him is like, he was almost like, it still is like a like a part of pop culture. Because even when Dave Chappelle did the skit about him, mm-hmm. he was almost joking about how well known he was. Yeah. In a way. Or, or whatever. Almost like he's almost like a character, like, you know, like me or Flavor Flav or something. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we yeah. should tell people this is like the holiday episode because you guys are going out of town and this yeah, is since are. this is dropping tomorrow we're talking about christmas let's talk about vacation talk about family time wrapping up 2018 well this is our first christmas with penny That's, i was yeah. pregnant last year 
during this time. Mm, that's right. So Penny is here this Christmas. Actually, no one knew yet uh, Christmas. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. remember. I think it was Thanksgiving. I hadn't told anybody yet. It was Christmas when I they knew already. Only the family knew. And it was funny because the picture that we took as a group, I hid behind someone and I stood like this so that you couldn't see like my stomach yet. But one of my cousins immediately texted me because I hadn't told them yet. And they were like, um, we told like his sisters, like his, our immediate family first. They were like pregnant or tamales. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, I, she's like, are you pregnant? I was like, no, why? Tamales. She's like, man, you look, you know, thicker like, than yeah, usual. Was she was like, right? you know, it was funny, but I was like, uh, might as well tell her. And we're going to Mexico everybody. city. Which, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Southwest hashtag. Where will your, your points take you? Yeah, we're going there from <laughs> Come up with the hashtag, 26th right? through yeah, right. the 30th. You see, did you hear about Southwest? That uh, there was a heart on one of their planes, uh, like a random heart that was supposed to be delivered, and somebody left it on the Southwest plane. Like in an icebox? Yeah. Legit. You didn't hear about the story? So when hearts get delivered, they, they fly <laughs> Southwest. <laughs> Hey, people, man, people, hey, I want you to take care of this heart, Playboy. People are like, they can't get people there on time, but they're putting a heart on this fucking plane. How you forget? Wow. So someone like got a plane ticket and carried just my carry-on. Yeah. And did it have like ice packs? How do you, I don't remember how it was wrapped. How do you but, travel with a heart? Yeah, like, they left the package on the plane. It still apparently made it to its destination. It's just a little bit late. It's a little thawed what, out. It was like, like in the cargo or I don't, I don't know someone actually... I think somebody actually... Under the seat. Oh, wow. I have to go back. This was like five days ago. Was it like in a Ziploc bag? That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to Mexico City. We're excited because, oh, we had, Penny got got her passport. She looks so freaking adorable. Mm. She looks very ethnic. She looks, yeah, these little Chinese eyes. (laughs) Yeah, she does look Asian. She's a little Cambodian baby now. (laughs) She she kind of like half Japanese mixed with like paisa. Yeah. And um, so that was so cute to have her there. And uh, she has no idea what we were doing at that passport office but she was there she to just get, peeping game yeah like, looking to the left looking to the right it was hilarious alert but um so i'm excited it's gonna be my first time traveling with, with an infant we've traveled with mickey which is easy obviously because oh, yeah. you know but this time it'll be as a family yeah. that'll be interesting it should be fun and i think we're, we're probably gonna try to like rent a car in mexico city just so we're not hopping in and out of ubers with the little stroller mm, you yeah, yeah. take your time although we have we you know our our stroller turns into a car seat so oh. so we you really can. can technically we've ubered before with it which is easy you just kind of like put the seatbelt. it's got these little things on it mm-hmm. where you just like strap the seatbelt around it if you don't have the the base for yeah. it so interesting um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun for the girls. And this is Mickey's first time going to Mexico. She's yeah, never been I, to Mexico because oh. she, she's never been. So she has this weird, like she, it's all in her imagination. And her thing is like, what am I going to eat there? She has no idea. She has she's no like, idea. I, and I told her, I was like, Mexico city is like bigger than New York, LA, Houston. And they have probably nicer museums mm-hmm. than most of these cities. Yeah. So on and so forth. They have this huge central park, like mm-hmm. a bunch of coasters. Cool she's like, really? I thought it was like dangerous and this <laughs> and that. I was like, man. At 10, she's already thinking this dangerous. I was like, there's some parts. Yeah. Because you hear like adults and, you know, she's mm-hmm. not only in my house. She's, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. And then we'll be here for the New Year's. And um, we haven't done Christmas shopping either. So if that's. What? <laughs> hey, I, I got a little list of my little notes in my phone. You mean you haven't gone on Amazon.com yet and ordered your stuff? 
I got Mickey's stuff. Obviously, her stuff is already bought. I got a few more things we got to get her, and then she's pretty much done. Let me ask you this, Rob. Mm-hmm. What percentage, of when you have to shop for stuff, <clears throat> what percentage you go into the store versus online? I'm not going to lie. I still go to the store more than I do online. Really? But I'm, I'm like of a few rare breed, apparently. I check online first before I go to the store. So if I can, if I can find it online and it can be delivered to my house, I'll do it online. But if it has to be an item where I have to go to the store to get it, then... Like, for example, Mickey wants uh, an Adidas hoodie jacket and, you know, she wants some some of the pants, right? Mm-hmm. So I went on adidas.com, but it won't make it here by Christmas. So now I'm going to have to go to the Adidas store and the Galleria to go get her what That's she wants. That's my thing. I procrastinate too much, so then I have to get it, like, last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm online. My shopping is mainly online. Yeah. Because my mind goes to... Can I get it online? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like patio furniture, a baby crib. Theoretically, we could. The work. baby crib is going to be online. I don't. I just don't want to go to the store. Yeah, fuck with all that. I don't want to. I don't want to go with. You like a crib, crib. Yeah. Yeah, because right now she just she's outgrowing her little bassinet. Mm. That's scary. Growing up fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's she on? What five months? That bassinet was supposed to last until they're like eight months. <laughs> she's not even six. It's a, a big little. Girl. She's like t- uh, too long crazy so i guess her dad must be tall man i, I want to meet this cat <laughs> i don't know who her dad is he's asian and he's asian and tall yao ming's brother hey yeah. she got a picture yeah. pan to a picture of her and yao ming <laughs> yao ming's the milkman Damn. <laughs> i want to say yao ming is the dad <laughs> yeah so that should be uh that's gonna be fun we're gonna do christmas here at the house <laughs> i think i don't know don't be surprised if you don't hear if you hear this on stage <laughs> like throw it in the beginning it was like yeah so my wife took a picture with yao ming and later on that night we went and da, 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 had dinner da, da. why don't you write and, this down and then and then later as like a callback when it's like so yeah so my baby they she's extra tall for her uh, size and her eyes mm-hmm. really asian and oh fuck yao ming like i just realized it on stage if you notice though in the christmas pictures that i've been posting 99% of them look like my eyes are closed and they're yeah, not. It's because right. my eyes are just so, you know. Yeah, when I met her, I was like, ni <laughs> You know what you could add to that? I was like, oh, we went to the Rockets-Lakers game because, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Yao Ming, I mean, you know. Jeremy Lin, I was going to say, is another. Oh, Jeremy Lin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my boy, Victor Tran, he has a funny joke about Jeremy Lin. It's hilarious. Yeah. What's his, his name? Really uh, Victor Tran. Okay. We should probably have him on here at some point. Yeah, Victor Tran. Jeremy Lin's like the only Japanese Chinese NBA player mm. doing it. I thought he was Chinese. I, I, yeah, Chinese Japanese. I don't remember. I don't oh. know. Oh, I thought he was. Chinese. I'm like, I, you threw him I, both wait, out. wait, wait, like, wait, hold wait. on, bro. Wait, I, when he like, said I, Japanese I, Chinese, I, I was waiting for it's the same thing. Yeah, I was like, I was oh like, my god, no. don't hey, do man, it. I know is that I don't know. Look, man, what did he say? Podcast stands <laughs> with the Asian community, man. A lot of my homeboys is Asian, bro. You know, shout, shout out to my Filipinos and my Vietnamese and, you know. What's like when you tell a, a Puerto Rican or, a, you know, Dominican or whatever, you Mexican, like, they take such offense to that. Well, yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, Soul's reaction was my reaction. Well, how do you, do you get mad they call you, like, something else? Like, no, nah, man. Like, I'm brown. Like, I am, I am of Latin descent, whatever do you think I might be. Because I thought you was Iranian, bro. <laughs> That's what Chris thought. Chris was like, hey, that majestic beard over there. Like, are you Mexican? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm Mexican, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, those are some cool episodes, man. I feel like we're on a roll. So going back to gifts, according to Chingo, he's got a list of gifts. Yeah, I got notes on his on his phone. I've not seen one package delivered. I haven't ordered it yet, boo boo. Christmas is like this weekend. Christmas ain't about gifts. <laughs> he still has not. Christmas ain't about gifts. He's like 
he goes, oh, he goes, I got Fuck, a few. Am I gonna have to go to the store? <laughs> He's like, I've <laughs> you, got a few. Did thi- what I did. I, I found a few things that I think I'm gonna uh, on you the Christmas already- list. And I'm like. Uh-huh. Oh, you buy me something? Yeah, I'm like, nah, I don't believe it. I was like, I don't. Fuck I know you're it. not. I'm going to the store. <laughs> That's stupid. It is I'm what like, it is. I'm like, I don't believe it. He's like, it is. There's a list. He goes, well, mainly they're like things for us. <laughs> so it's not for me. <laughs> you know, it's fly for shit. us. You know, dope, you know, dope fly shit. Honestly, for me, the Christmas gift was, was honestly, for, for me, was having the studio done because that was something that I really wanted to have done. The Astro Turf, I really wanted to have that done. And those are all things that I, I know that they're business related, but there were things that were on my like, okay, this needs to be done type thing. And it makes me feel good that it was done, you know? I think this is like officially like a, a like a mini fantasy factory. Like, are you a fan of Rob Deerdick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love yeah. Him. Speaking yeah. of entrepreneurs, oh, dude. Man. You follow him on Instagram? Nah, I think I, I do. do. Yeah. I need to. So he's got, you know, his page, but he also has like his, his enterprise page. Like, oh, no, I don't follow that one. I don't follow I it. It's to, personal. Yeah, I'll have to th- let's see what it is, but it's basically like his machine that everything goes through. Like all of his endeavors go on this, you know, all the brand uh, projects, all the product services that he works on are on this Instagram page. It's kind of pretty cool. That's dope. Mm. Yeah, he's one of those guys. That and that's why, like, you know, we're, next level. We're doing a little bit more real estate and stuff like that, but. That's why we want to take, make a bus a move, you know what I mean? Do some entrepreneurial shit. Um, but I want to do it super right to where all the research, the business plan, mission statement, like every aspect, like marketing, R&D. everything, everything about like, how would you even be able to franchise it? You know, like what's the, would somebody in New York even want to be like, hey, I want that concept. Like, um, remember I was telling you that I was reading the the Chip and Joanne Gaines mm-hmm. book and I'm, I'm not done with it, but um just kind of reading it makes like i was kind of getting to that point where i was like not losing sleep because i just kept feeling like damn that studio's not going to be done and like by the end of the year and i was just kind of stressing it out you know and so anyway reading that book though just kind of kept like in the my faith. the faith it's like it, it's it, it's gonna happen you just it everything takes mm-hmm. time you know so my thing is this is there gonna be Obviously, everything's a lot of work. So it's almost like you want to, um, you familiar with four hour work week? 100%. Like, I, do you really want to create something? Because as a serial, not like a serial entrepreneur or whatever, but like I've had a lot of little projects. No, that's the right term. So a lot of little projects, I'll put it to like that. I'm not going to say everything's all the way full fledged. But sometimes it's, you have to like, I, I've learned to be a little bit more patient and not just jump in right away, like invest, like, Fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of see how it could go down. So that um, basically you beware of creating some shit that now you have to babysit. Mm-hmm. But do you know what's funny is, okay, and this is kind of how it works, right? He tells, he feeds me er, what he's planning, right? This is what I'd like to do. So then I, go, then I turn around and do all the research and whatever needs to be done. And then I'll kind of tell him, this is, these are the steps. This is what we need to do. Does this make sense? Oh, perfectly. And then once it happens, it's right there. And then it's like, all of a sudden he's got 800 other questions. Like (laughs) what? What do you mean? mean 800? Like when yesterday, when we were like talking to, uh, Adriana about, uh-huh. And it's like zip codes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, all of a sudden, all these other. Well, I just don't want to invest. Well, in, yeah, I'm like, um, I, I get it. Like, it's, it's a, 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 a it's a more of a, a personal thing. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, like, he is someone who's right now. What I'm trying to get at is, right now, he's at that point in his life where he's like, he asks a lot more questions oh. than I'm sure he probably did. Mm-hmm. Like, 
before like how you always said that you would jump into shit and then like oh uh, yeah later, well, you yeah. know i like i like be, i like being creative i like creating stuff i love business mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying dj biz <laughs> you know um i love business all that shit i'm a nerd for all that stuff and like what i was trying to say earlier about those examples of all those people we named like rob deerdag mm-hmm. and kylie and all these people <clears throat> is finding that sweet spot man and i feel like we definitely have a lot of like assets and equity in in you know in our space i'm not saying like i'm fucking kanye pop culture yeah. fucking influencer nothing like that but we do got a popping ass podcast hey and we do somebody. we do move the culture hey, forward you know on. what i'm saying we do got the best drip drop you know what i'm talking about hey um so you know we the shit is what i'm trying to say so be on the lookout we're, we're gonna fucking do some shit and just hopefully I know we're gonna plan it out to where it's not gonna be a pain in the ass. Yeah, like going back. You can still go out of town. Yeah, be like, fuck, I have to fucking put out ten fires a day. Well, a big part of the four-hour work week, if you haven't read it, is going going back to the principle of the eighty-twenty principle. Like you, you know, putting in twenty percent of the effort, getting eighty percent of the result out of it, which is what everyone kind of strives to do. And a big thing in business too is having a team. And for people listening that might be curious and are entrepreneurs as well, is do you have one of two things on your team, the creator? And the expand the container and the expander. The container is a person that does your day to day operations. Sounds like soul. Your expander is the person who takes the idea, runs with it, shares it. You know, has kind of waters it. While the container is adding the soil, making sure that the things around the plant are growing. So you need somebody who's the expander who lets the idea flourish, and the container. Where the fuck you hear this shit at? <laughs> Where book is the container expander? Hey, no, I'm no, I'm serious. This is Pete's vocabulary right here. Uh. It's, a, it's just a lot Where, of... So who said container expander? Uh, that's a big principle of Tony Robbins. Oh. So so basically the business is the plant mm-hmm. and the container is somebody or a, a, a department in your team that gives it a place to okay, live? Okay, perfect example. Right now, I'm going to tell you and, I, and I'm, and I'm going to praise you because I've been... And I hope, I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass later <laughs> because I've been telling... I was telling Pete, I was like... I'm so, uh, you know, I props to you because this podcast we've, we've kind of delayed on doing because it was like, it's a lot of we work. needed, we needed to rob, right. you know what I'm saying? We needed this person who was going to help execute because he and I can't do everything all the time. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like I can't be the person holding the camera. I can't be the person reading off the questions. The I can't, person you know, looking thick. <laughs> You know I can't saying? be everything, you know, and, and then like, can you do the podcast with me today? You're like, do wait. you want me to be thick or you want me to run the podcast? <laughs> Which one? Because I got to go work on these glutes. I got to squat. I got to squat 5,000 pounds. Which so, one is it? You know what I'm saying? So I was just yeah. telling him, you've, you've taken, you know, you've, you've taken this and you know, you've. Um, initiative. You're, and- you take the initiative of like posting stuff without us saying, hey, Rob, um, have you posted anything on um, the on Instagram the Instagram the account? Podcast. You know what I'm saying? So at thank you. You know, at what did he say? We need a soundboard next week. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, so thank you. No, I appreciate that. And, the, and, that, and it's going back to having a team, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So uh, to continue giving you props, um, we knew okay that we need we need to fill this particular role somebody that's like tech savvy and they understand the vision and they they good at podcasting and all that shit and but the the response was like that's super specific where the fuck are you gonna find somebody who like has that? that job description like, where do you find this person and now mind you I and went we on, went to the art institute i went to the art institute oh, then wow. i went on indeed mm-hmm. and i thought 
what is the job description for a podcast producer so that I can perhaps post something like go on LinkedIn or whatever and see if I can find anybody that does this position. And the whole time Rob is at home like, I have these fucking skills. Nobody's hiring for that. <laughs> Where do I go to apply producer. for this fucking? And I'm it was a, crazy because the first like, time I'm he mentioned at Fortnite, you. I'm good on Twitch. <laughs> had the, a brick and mortar business as well. Yeah. I know about Ninja. Well, yeah, of course. You yeah. know. <laughs> so it was like he mentioned you a, a while back. He's like, you know, this guy. I'm just like, I was like, I don't know. More money. I'm like, gosh. And he's like, let's just do it. He's like, you know, I think let's test him out. I was like, all right. And then you were willing to come so that we can test you out without yeah. like paying, mm-hmm. you know, anything You're like, no, let me, let me show you. And yeah. then if you feel that we're a match, you know, because anything in business, it's like you, you're kind of dating each other For and sure. then you got to break up if it doesn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So we're all familiar with that. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, Oh, and, cool. and uh, the, uh, your brick and mortar business. Um, I'd love to um, pick your brain about that because Possibly one of the things that, you know, we want to get into might be actual physical, like brick and mortar type of spot. Mm-hmm. We want to say what, but, um, I have the vision already. Yeah. Well, there's sev- there's like several visions. There's yeah. like, oh, and then there's this, oh, we can also do that. And, and that's here. a big part of it is like, that's where everything starts. The inception is like, what's the vision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, some of that stuff is like, you got to make sure you And it's fascinating. Right. So to sum it all up, if I don't, you know, mind toot my own horn is where instead of the art Institute and indeed literally I was putting in the 10,000 hours, the 10 years into small business entrepreneur, and at the same time, simultaneously podcasting mm-hmm. for almost 10 years. I've interviewed hundreds of people from around the world, the the producers, the actors, the fighters, the, the entrepreneur, other fellow business owners that were doing the things I wanted to do. And here, eight years later, I'm like, okay, I get to utilize those skills mm-hmm. and with somebody who's obviously already leaps and bounds ahead of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you seen how he said it when he said, oh, he looked at me he's like, hundreds, <laughs> not your little episode 45 or whatever you want, Chingo, uh, <laughs> from dude, around the world. Here's Chingo. another thing, I'm, <laughs> to add on to what you were saying, that you guys can't do it all, the fact you had this, you've been doing it for a year technically, but everything else that I've observed in the last four or five months that we've been working together, and then you still manage to upload episodes onto iTunes and YouTube and edit audio and video, like that takes a lot of time on its own. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how you did it. It was sometimes. like stressful sometimes because it's like. Between jujitsu, open mic. <laughs> no, let me tell you why. It's because I have a list of stuff that are going on, right? That are happening, right? And I'll ask my job, I'll say. Did so you get my Christmas gift shit? <laughs> is what's happening? There's no. I mean, I can go buy my own Christmas gifts if Ooh. technically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My baby is an interpreter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Come babe. on. Um, <clears throat> what I'm saying is like. Nah, you made me lose my train of thought. What was I talking about right now? You said you asked me because it's your job to remind me. Okay, yeah, me. so I'll, I'll ask him, like, so what's the deal with the podcast? Are we pausing? He's like, well, this is happening. That is happening. And then we're going to have to call somebody to come help cause so that you can, so that they can watch the English. It was like, it was like not fun, like how it is now. Oh, it's yeah. fun now. Okay, okay. So you're saying in the past it was more of a production. It was like a it was, it was like a job. It was a chore because yeah. we have to stay on top of it oh, because consistency is he, is part of. Here was the biggest pain point that was eliminated from that pain in the ass to how we have it running now is having a fixed studio where it's constantly set up. No, but we did have one. Our our own office. B, studio B. Okay, okay. Wheeler. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let me say this. Okay. 
we had it in a space that was multi-purpose where there was like move this shit out the way put the green screen up uh we're gonna brainstorm okay move that out the way oh Pete, what's this recorder? That's for the podcast. Are we podcasting? No, put it away or whatever. So now we're like, basically, it's like getting broken a podcast down. Podcast room, babe. Equipment gets broken down, mm-hmm. put in the Tupperware. My point is this, or so sorry, I, let me just try to. You don't have to agree with me. A big pain point that was eliminated from then to how it is now is we have a, a microphones are on, like it's a fixed mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. specifically. 80%. Well, then you were, you, uh, and then going back to that, he was also trying to travel with this equipment too. It's just too much because That's tough. Yeah, because obviously the first setup you want to look at is, you know, these sure mics. You got your little hand, you know, your arms. Little booms. Yeah, cool. I could do that all day, no problem. Eighty of them, motherfuckers. We get eighty microphones. No, but <laughs> but then you start <laughs> no flex, but all right. But then no eighty. <laughs> so specific. Uh, my accountant just texted me saying you get eighty of them. Uh, uh, but but then you start making the choice of like, well, don't you want to interview comics on the road? Shouldn't it be more portable? Those are very very heavy. TSA is gonna have a fucking heart attack. It was a hard, it was a bitch. He had to take everything out. Oh, like sucks. even when I would try and quote unquote record music on the road, like back in the day, I had one of those to put on like the desk in the hotel, and it's just hard to get the vibe yeah, and shit. Yeah, and it, it's a pain in the ass to carry all this stuff for sure. So my point is this. We're set up. We're good to go. We're legit. And it's like, it's private. Nobody's bothering you, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's out of your home home. So for also people listening, that's a good way. That's a good place to start is distinguishing like your workspace from your work, your live space from your workspace. Yeah. This isn't, isn't really like a live space. It's and, then a smoke, and then your smoke space. 100%. And then your AstroTurf space. Mm-hmm. And then where you make your beats at space. That's right. Where you sip and drip, you if know? You, wherever you feel heat coming from. Where is it like you see a fire? That's probably the beat section. Yeah, it is cool because now it's like, was it yesterday? And it's a set. When we it sat here set. and did office work, right? Uh-huh. And then it was like kind of cool because like, oh, hey, are you done? Yeah, Bring I'm your done. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I left and we went back to regular. This is our cubicle. It was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going back to my regular life over cool. there, you know? So it, it is nice because you I'm going to tell you what was, what was hard for me is that. Visiting all studi- the Starbucks in the world. Yeah. Well, that we were doing so that we could get away because what was happening for me, he's a little bit better at that. But what was happening for me was we have a babysitter. We're in that in Studio B (laughs) and I'm listening and I can hear the baby crying. My first instinct is what? I want to go help check on, her, check yeah. on my baby, yeah, get yeah, my yeah. baby. Multitask. And and so I want to have the baby. We're working technically. She was like, she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. Right now she's with at Hazel underscore <laughs> single. So then it was still me not, not knowing how to let go and, and uh, let delic- people do their job. Let people yeah. do their job. It was for me. It was real hard for me to have a babysitter at first. It was mm-hmm. like, I was feeling like less than, you know? So it was kind of like, well, why I can do it. But it was really hard to where I was like trying to do too much. You're and like, then, I could do a lot with these nails. <laughs> These nails, bro. <laughs> she could, she was trying to lower the window on the car. She's like, zzz, 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 zzz. I'm like something this. else. Like open a, a Frito's bag. I was like, can you, you just please help me get the baby out the car? Because seat. these are for the for the shoot for oh. the for the uh, movie. I mean, for the photo shoot that we did this yeah. weekend. So this was part of the look. And so I went to go get them done. But they're just, you know, I just got them done, and they still look cute as hell. So I don't want to like take them off just yet. But I can't. Can't wait. Can't I noticed you got, a, you got an extra little drip now with your mannerism. Pete, like, said, Pete, what did you say I did? She, when she points, it's like, you're going to make a left. But the way she did she it, says, he says, it's like, like she's trying to fling a booger off. She's just like, <laughs> 
you know, because she got little diamonds on one of them. She just, you know, she just whipping go over there. Like a little attitude. Like, um, like she just started saying, started saying, oh, all yeah. the time. All right, Cardi. No, like. Ooh. Oh, shout out to who? Go ahead. Uh, Roger. <laughs> Man, what is, what is his, the nail tech that did my nails? Yeah, for people that follow you, you were like, you were looking hard for somebody. Oh my God, it took me nails. forever. I had given up. I said I wasn't going to get them done because I couldn't. No one was kind of fitting the description that I wanted. And I'm super picky. Can you imagine if you'd have just painted them and not done them? You'd have um, been so upset. Yeah, I probably would have. When can we unleash these uh, these photos from this photo shoot? Okay, his I'm name's anxious. Roger underscore the nail artist. He's there the bomb. Go. So ladies, if y'all are looking for a nail person in Houston, he's your man. Seriously, he really is. And he's a lot of fun to talk to, too. He's my friend. Okay, maybe maybe we have a nail sponsor, Roger. Yeah. Up. You know what I'm saying? He's the, my new friend. At the uh, We're here at the uh, nail... Is that Kylie Jenner talking over there? Yeah. He's so funny. I loved him. Like, he was so hilarious. At the beginning of the podcast when you were talking about the tour dates and you're like, Latino as fuck. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, people are going to roll up with Starbs and be like, I got my Starbs to your shows <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah. For real. Man, wait till y'all see these images. Oh, I don't know uh, what. Salt Lake City, January 24th. Um, um, wise guys so hopefully she'll have them done babe, pretty soon. The edited pictures. Okay. And then, unless well, unless you take one of the raws, like I told you, and edit one for flyer well, uh, sake. Um, not to put all our business out there. David said, go ahead and just go through and pick a handful of photos and then send him those. Which so, I took pictures of the ones that we liked. <laughs> okay. So we'll make a little folder, but we need to go fi- find the number. Like the go, file fi- number. go find it because there's the a thousand. Um, 1,400 1400 photos. Shout they out didn't. to La Michoacana for letting us yes. go up in there. Oh, nice. Itzel, let me check on it. Thank you for getting back to me. And like, here you go. So part of uh, David, the creative director's idea, the vision, just to give y'all heads up, is it's supposed to be like, like over the top, um, gaudy, like, like kind of bougie, not uh, bougetto, like bougie, but in a bodega. That's what it was. Like bougie, but in a bodega, like a meat market, like Mexican as fuck, Latino as fuck. Like we got the drip drip. Yeah, but we this is this is where the good beans are at. Like get you some motherfucking takis and shit. Like you got everything, verduras, todo el pinche. Pedo. He's part of our team. I told him I said. Uh, talking about what, David? David, like yeah. So that was the idea. That was, yeah, and, he's like, you we know, what I'm saying that you know yeah, you're talking about yeah, team. Yeah. He's part of my for sure. I'm like that's part of my little creative. Team. Well, that's such an important role, man. Again, just to get. Props. He's my boo too. Me and. That's my boy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a side boo. That's so my look, side boo. it's such an important role because this is a major fucking tour, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is a big tour where it's nationwide. Yeah. And how many cities is it? These are it, the elite comedy else. clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, we got. Oh, and it's first time going to going to Salt Lake New City. New market. What's really cool? Mm-hmm. First time going to Salt Lake City. We're going back to Albuquerque this year again. At, at the casino. At the casino. Um, Santa Ana Star. Midland is also new. Um, Waco is also new for us. So we're hitting quite a few, a lot of cool new spots, new spots. but yeah. what I was saying is like the look of it has to match. Like there has to be a, a feel and you know, DJ Khaled, and a guys, vibe. the merch for it too. The merch, so cool. the vibe, like There's continuity to it all. And like I said, man, every year, that's why we need these good team teammates and team members. Like every year we're trying to step it up and up and up and up and just have everything, just the momentum and everything from the jokes to the chokes, everything. Like it has to look dope, sound dope, everything. So that's you can why deliver we got these, that right hand. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got this good audio, these good microphones, these good cameras and uh, good visions, good mm-hmm. vibes. Yeah. So I that mean, people can be like, yo, the Latinos fuck tour. You would have thought Comedy Central fucking funded it. You would have thought Netflix cut a check. 
or you could have swore this is like Live Nation only because I've been to this comedian show, this comedian show, this comedian show, and this motherfucker's merch booth, everything. It's like major. Yeah. How many cities versus last year? Around the it's same, the same amount. It's the same amount. I think we're one city less this year. Yeah. Cool. Because, you know, it. I like to take a couple months off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we do. I mean, no, yeah. I know. I'm just letting, you know, letting the people know. Mm. You know, we could do more, but we ain't trying to kill ourselves just nonstop. Well, I mean, there's got to be time to do this, as Balance, you can see. Yeah, for sure. You see how long it takes. And, and, and for people that don't know, I mean, planning a tour takes, I've been doing this since July. Yeah. Took a year. So July, August, September, October, November, and we just and I'm whipping up new jokes. You know, mm-hmm. it's five months to prepare it because you got to get dates confirmed. You got to like uh, wait till they confirm. Stay on top and, of it. And stay on top of it, and then I got to find who the comics are going to be for those tours, and then you know you start booking hotels. You, you got to go to flies. the gym. You got to try to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying we we need a little pizza night. You know, cheat day. Uh, we got to go to Mexico City. You know, I'm hoping to come back inspired. That's what with, with this trip. Oh, City. I, I'm sure, man, bro. I, I've told I, I told Mickey today, dropped her off. I was like, I'm super looking forward because it's a mini vacation. It's mm-hmm. a little getaway. I love the city. I haven't been there in a while. It's my do- Penny won't remember, but she'll see pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've been going to Mexico City since I was five months old. And then Mickey, I want like just her whole like identity mm-hmm. as a Mexican or oh, Latina yeah. to to look at like wow this is where I, this is a big part of who mm-hmm. I am. Her perspective is going to shift so much because I remember I would go we would go every December to visit my mom's family from when I was born till I was like thirteen. And every time I went back, every every time I spent a month there, I would always take away something different. And from wanting the iPhone XS, you know, to realizing and remembering where you're from how it is where you Mm. could be all that kind Mm. of stuff never goes away from you yeah Yeah. for sure especially like i used to have a little joke about it where uh but it's kind of cliche a little bit hacky i think but um we're like when you show up to mexico and or your your mom is sending your shit over there and then you show up and you're like damn those motherfuckers look familiar like damn (laughs) he kind of cleaned them up and because over there, motherfuckers don't get paid as much. It's mm-hmm. corrupt. There's different socioeconomics. And, and speaking of that, so they appreciate like, damn, oh, yeah. this is you're getting rid of these jeans. Oh, this is a we should take pair boxes and bags of everything. I Go told ahead. I told uh, Chingo how like, um, I, I wasn't I wasn't raised like rich. I, neither were you. I don't know how you no, were, but no. you know we're, we're <laughs> Rob, rich as fuck, <laughs> yeah. Richie Rich over here. Now. I don't know, but we were normal. Like you know what I'm saying. I didn't I didn't have without, but I had a roof over my head. I had food and I had clothes and yeah. you know sauce. so to me <laughs> and you knew all the dance moves and i do knew all the dance Roger i did rabbit i did um but you know what i'm saying so for me that that's rich enough if you ask me like you have all your necessities you know you don't yeah. you know and the cool thing about like you know so she'll tell stories like like um they're like super tightly knit not that we're not but they have like parties like they said they would all like her dad used to organize like you know cookouts with you know every grandma's sunday house was at my Katie. grandma's house every sunday and they were all out there and i was like damn it's like a little easter every mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. Cool. it's like every sunday that's how it was like growing up but so you would definitely you didn't feel like less like oh i'm poor and yeah. Like that. yeah y'all had fun y'all had health family. yeah and, which is and so important but one thing that i never pay attention to is like how others kind of just they may have but they don't have enough because our babysitter was telling us how when she used to have her Zumba studio 
that um, during the summertime, it was the hardest time for her. And I asked her why. She said, well, for starters, the, the moms aren't able to pay for Zumba that many days out of the week. I said, why? Mm. She goes, because now they've got to supply, got to feed their kids lunch, breakfast, and, and breakfast, lunch, and dinner, mm-hmm. as opposed to when they're in school, just it's just dinner. Right. So it kind of like they save money because they get fed in school. And I was like, my brain, I swear when she said that, it was like, well, yeah, what? it's easy to forget. Like, like people hey, don't have someone enough. might be listening. Right it now. broke oh, yeah. my heart to like even know because I've never, I've never not known like to not have food. You know what to I'm be saying? Stressing over to like, be stressing oh, over food. Done without. Or maybe if we were stressing over food, my parents never let us know. Hey, what if all those families drove Escalades? Es que leather cuesta, rines cuesta, todo cuesta, mijo. ¿Ves? Look at this gold chain, mijo. Mira. Los 24, sí. Pues, ¿A poco van a andar en 20? No, 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 no. Yeah. So that was a really crazy. I, I texted him. Like, no, when you got home from open mic, I told him, I said, you know what Risa said today? Oh, yeah. And I was like, so, yeah, I never thought about, yeah. you know, like, and then I think about those kids. I was thinking about like, wow, I wonder what those kids Christmas is like. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. It's gonna be tough, it's right? It's got deep. It's got real deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's got real deep. Happy holidays, man. Yeah. Shout out to my brother in law, man. Uh my brother in law Ruben. I think one year I was supposed to have like a my dad got laid off or some shit. I was gonna have a slow Christmas, like you know, like uh Christmas delayed? Is postponed? Or did they cancel the motherfucker? But uh Ruben, he he was young too. He took his little paycheck. I forget what he was working, like um like Sears or some shit. And he just went and bought like nice shit. Like it's, I think it was like toys that he secretly kind of wanted to like play Aww. with, like dope shit. Like uh, it was one is this big spider that you put He Man in. It was like a black spider, but yeah. all the uh, He Man would fit in there, and it was like mechanical. And that bitch would, oh, it would shit. walk, and a, psh, a bunch of dope shit. Buku Legos, all kind of shit. Legos. I cleaned up that uh. year. I didn't know. I didn't know it was like oh. Wow, the drip coming from my brother-in-law. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sees you like a little, like Yo, a little yeah, brother. He's like, no, yeah, he's known you since a baby, like right? Penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, yeah so he loves you. Because my sister's like that. thirteen years older. Yeah, they probably started oh, dating when they were like fifteen. Yeah. or something crazy. High school sweethearts. Yeah. Que lindos. They do. They've been together forever. They like are eighth in high school. grade. Yeah, Damn. some crazy. Like she tell her stories are hilarious. Like how she would like bully girls when they were like. They broke up or for a little like bit. Break they break up. And, it's so funny. It's so huh. cute. Their stories are so She's hilarious. Like, and I knocked their books out of yeah. her head. Yeah, it's and so I went like funny. This. <clears throat> like, Damn, yeah, she'll tell. Yeah, she tells you. <laughs> and they're so cute because you know they're still together. You yeah. know, it's like. I think oh, they're about to like renew their vows or something. She needs to. He gave her an amazing ring on her fiftieth birthday. Nice. I feel like I need to get ordained and be a part of this. And, and, yeah. she, she, and she just lost fifteen pounds, so you know what I'm saying. So slow carb. No, no. I, I, it's similar. Okay, it's one of those control Atkins. control carb. No, it's not straight up Atkins. Okay, yeah, there's like little rules. It's like um, off top first meal, hella protein. Mm, okay, buku eggs. And stuff. That's a lot of Tim Ferriss right there too. It's similar. Mm. High protein you know, in the morning. I think I've been doing too much either too much alcohol or too much fat. Uh, That'll get you. And I need to hit the gym. I need to uh-huh. do probably a little bit more cardio and shit <laughs> like that. Cause, cause I was trying to put on my pants and I was like, man, these motherfuckers short. And she's like, mm-hmm, slow carb with her nails, slow carb. Mm-hmm. I'm on slow carb. Yeah, big ass get... quotes with those nails. Slow carb. I hope I don't get caught to go interpret anytime soon because I don't know how I'm gonna do it with these nails. Damn, you're gonna confuse them. I'm gonna be like, um, I don't know if I can come in. 
Well, I know you guys wanted to get out here by six. It's yeah. at six yeah. on the dot. So um, happy cool. holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, I'm guys. clocking out. Y'all have a great... Man, see y'all in the new year or post all the new episodes coming. Yeah. yeah. See you on the tour. Yeah. But Wait, I'm... this is supposed to be a Q&A? No, this is just... This is like the holiday special. This is just the holiday special. Got it. Okay. Just topics and riffing. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you guys have a great time with your family yeah. and, you get know, enjoy. Get some good food. Yeah. Little badass kids. Work with Mocoso. Hope Santa brings y'all everything y'all asked Health. for. Health first. Mo life. Mo drip. Stay fresh. Yeah. Peace. Later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.